Hello, and welcome to episode possibly two of <laughs> Sweet Gravy with Carmen and Kirk. How you doing today, Carmen? Ah, I'm doing amazing today. It's a cool morning. It's not too hot outside, which is nice. How are you doing today? I'm good. I need a haircut. Yeah, you do. That's What? <laughs> it's okay. I need a haircut because when I let my hair go too far... Everything connects to it. Mm-hmm. Everything connects together. My beard connects to the hair on my head. Mm-hmm. Not on the top of the head because I don't have much there, but um, <laughs> from under my ear they connect. As mm-hmm. a little chain and that connects to my back hair, which goes mm-hmm. to my armpits, which touches my chest, which goes down to some other parts, down to my legs. Well, and it's growing over your ears, so the hair from your sideburns are going to connect to the back of your head. And so yeah, I got so. that cute little Jim Halpert. I don't, okay. I don't know if that's cute. It's just, um, I mean, I feel like girls have to go through all this shit to get their hair done, and guys only got to fucking cut their hair, and they can't, like, I don't understand it. It takes ten minutes. My hair took five and a half hours to get done. And two hundred dollars. You don't think I have a nice Jim Halpert? I don't even know who the fuck that is. He's Jim from know. the office. He got them little cute little curls at the bottom of his hair. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Um. But yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand the guys in their hair. So simple. Guys have it easy. Girls have it so hard. You don't understand that. I don't know about that. Girls have it really hard. Our lives are way more difficult than a guy's life. You guys have it easy. Mm -mm. No, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Because you're afforded the opportunity to take the amount of time that you quote unquote need for your hair. And it's all right. Right? Yeah. Where if a guy was doing his hair for... As long as it takes for you to do your hair, you'd be like, oh, jeez, what's taking them so long I mean, with it's no, hair? it's no need, because you guys don't, like, for you, all you gotta do is cut your shit off. That's all you gotta do. And then I'll get the back for you. You could do the same. Yeah. I Cut your neck hairs. And then I'll look like a boy. Every girl can't pull off the bald head look. No? If I cut my hair bald, I look like Raymond. So okay. I'm not about to fucking do that. Hell no. I had to put some braids in this shit. You know what's crazy? Um, so we... Uh, Kurt's mom came in town to visit. And she had a friend with her. And during the trip, the friend said... He's honorary. Talking about Kurt. Saying I was honorary. He was honorary. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't think that that's the right word to describe what he is. And then afterwards, I said, that bitch was telling the truth. He is honorary. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And during this quarantine, it's funny because I get to, uh, we fuck with each other a little bit more, I think. Well, we've got more time together. Typically, we're working opposite schedules. Yeah, which sucks. So I am grateful for that, for sure. But, yeah, you're definitely honorary. You be doing shit. What do I do? You be doing shit. I was just talking to Haley uh, yesterday, and I was telling her how you be doing honorary shit, and she was just cracking up laughing. She was like, something wrong with him. I'm like, I know. He be doing shit. I was telling her about you at Tommaso stuttering to the bartender. 
describe that. You went in there and you were asking for dump truck fries. Mm-hmm. And for anybody who don't know, the dump truck fries is an atrocity, to be honest with you. It's a fries. I think, what, they, they had chili, cheese. They had they Brussels basically, sprouts on They basically put everything that they have on their menu and put it on top of an order of French fries. Yeah, it, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, hold on, did they put a Brussels sprout I on I think here? that it's the first time I've ever had Brussels sprouts on my fries. Not the <laughs> best flavor combo, but... You know, you give it to their uniqueness. Well, I mean, if you're drunk, you're just eating shit anyway. So you're not really, like, eating things for flavors just to eat it, pretty much. Yes. Well, yeah, you went in there. You were like, uh, can I have the dump truck fries? And he was like, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. And this poor girl had no fucking clue. She thought he had Tourette's, so she was being really sensitive to the situation. And she was like, okay, I'll get you the dump truck fries. And, like, she walked away, and she didn't laugh at him or anything. She thought he, for real, had Tourette's. Yeah, but did I order an Allen's and milk regular? I don't fucking remember. You no. always doing little shit. I don't know. I think Tommaso's kind of brings out the the uh, the goofiness in me just because it's like a weird weird bar. Mm-hmm. It's like a little shotgun house that they converted into a, a bar. Uh, when we met that one girl, Monica, there. That was my first time at Tommaso's, and I had got off work early. And then I came up there to meet you at Tommaso's, and you was already, right. ha- you was already, a little past halfway there. Uh-huh. And then she was drunk too, and y'all together is just a fucking drunk mess. And I'm like, oh my god, this girl. What did she say? What was her issue? That her boyfriend was asking for a happy ending. Yeah, uh, she paid for uh, her boyfriend to uh, get a massage, and he kept saying. I'm going to get a happy ending. <laughs> I'm going to get a happy ending at this massage. And apparently he tried. <laughs> he tried to get the happy ending. And the the, the masseuse kicked him out. But I don't think he tried to do it. I, don't, I think he wanted a happy beginning. I don't think he was well, he <laughs> patient enough for the ending. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. Every place you go to get a massage, don't do happy endings. You have to already know that they do that there. Or you just don't say nothing, and then when it happens, you just accept it. Yeah. But you can't go looking for happy endings in places. No? <laughs> no. I was just watching Dr. Phil, and it was this girl on there who works at a, uh, a place where they do happy endings. And oh, yeah? Like, where is it? I don't know where it is. <laughs> Shut <Uh-oh>. up. <laughs> what you need that for? Oh, I guess... Uh, um, I, I was just curious, uh, uh, because... Dr. Phil must have known, so, you know. You don't need a, you don't need a massage with a happy ending. No, no. I, I couldn't imagine. Yes, you could. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm too ticklish to get a massage uh, anyway. Yeah, that would be a fucking mess. Actually, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pay for you to get a massage. Mm-mm. No, too ticklish. They rub your butt down and everything. Ooh. You have to shave it. I'm going to have to shave my butt. I mean, do you want them to see your hairy ass? No. Uh, what about the ingrown hairs when they come back and I, it hurts when I sit? <laughs> That's gross, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> you, you started there. <laughs> so, um, so, with everything going on, obviously everybody's 
quarantining, not quarantining, everybody's all over the goddamn place. Nobody knows what is happening. Um, and I think what what one of the things you wanted to talk about was this whole Tinder thing and like Oh yeah. The whole I Tinder would, situation. I would like to see some statistics of how Tinder's been working yeah. during the quarantine. Ain't nobody fucking with mask on. You don't think so? No. I want to know what the mask policy is with Tinder. I know, you know... Uh, they don't got no policy. No? I think Tinder should be fucking illegal. Why? Because you're meeting strangers to have sex with them. It's just a hookup site. Yeah. And um, Sarah told me that Tinder... Like, she talks about Tinder all the time. This is something that she thinks... She knows that it's dangerous, but she's still, like... She's like, fuck it, I'm getting what I get. She's, she's trying like, to get hers. And she said, after, she's like, I go over to his house, and then, or he comes over to my house, and then she said, we hook up, and I feel nothing inside. <laughs> and then he leaves. Like, he must have fuck? a size issue or something. No, she, not like that. She was oh. saying, like, she don't have any emotion attached to it or anything. It's literally just sex, and then he leaves, and she's just like, whatever. She just fucked a stranger, and like. That's it. I'm like. Your hobby is fucking strangers. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? But she's super... But she likes the mask. Yeah. Yeah, she wears the mask everywhere. Yeah. So but, there gotta be some sort of Tinder mask. Yeah, but I don't think that she's doing uh, the whole Tinder thing since the quarantine. She's well, super, there you go. super crazy about it. But it's a lot of people, they said Tinder went up since the quarantine. Like, Tinder is doing more numbers now. So, people still fucking... And more than ever now, because they're stuck in a house. <laughs> stuck in somebody else's house. Mm-hmm. I talked to one of my friends, and he said, this some bullshit. I can't get no pussy. And this is some bullshit. I want a girl to come over so I can get some pussy. And I was like, dude, we quarantining. You got to stay in the house. You got to stay in the house. I don't get it. You got a fucking hand. Do it yourself. Can't nobody fuck you like you can fuck yourself. No, that's not always true, though. <laughs> you ain't ain't you ain't going to get me off faster than I can get myself off. Yeah. Just not possible. You don't know my body the way I know my body. The same way I don't know your body the way you know your body. I can do the best, but you can still get yourself off faster than I can. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. So... His motherfucking hands work. You didn't get the work. <laughs> but he's missing the experience of it all. Yeah, but I mean, if you just want to fucking get off, if you just bagged up, then just fucking get off. And then, I don't get it. I can This really... is why men have it more difficult than women. No. I no? can go without having sex for fucking long fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Girls can just get toys anyway. Sure. Mm-hmm. So can anybody, though. I mean, they don't have his, the nice toys for the guys like that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you can find them somewhere. Yeah. No, you can. Uh, I think it's, I think it's this, uh, this sex shop in New York that uh, has, like, all this crazy shit in there. I want to go there one day just to see what the fuck is in there. I saw it on some type of travel channel shit or something. And they're talking about it. It's pretty cool. In downtown Louisville, there's a uh, there's a sex shop, and it's called the Love Boutique. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I was maybe about 17 years old. Mm-hmm. I was downtown with some friends, and and we decided we were going to go in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody was 18. I was the youngest group out of all my friends. Everybody was 18, except for myself, and we all walk in there, and they've got... It was a two-story thing. There was a movie theater in the top, um, top floor of it. It's a big, giant purple building. You couldn't miss it when you were driving past it, and... I walk in, the guy looks at me, and he says, do you have ID? And I I just turned around and I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you, you, you're like, man, I gotta see what's in there, mm-hmm. you know? And then, and then by the time you finally make it in there, yeah, you're like, well, this is about everything that you thought it would be. There's really nothing special. Sometimes I think that if you went to a place like the one in New York, you'd be surprised. Just some of the stuff they were showing on there was like, they got stuff that's different. But, um, you know, one of the things that I never agreed with, and I remember hearing about this when I was a kid, but one of the things I never agreed with was edible thongs. Mm-hmm. Ew! You got the, that shit up your crack and then somebody eat you it off eat it. Oh, hell no. That is just not sanitary. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> like, eat it. I don't feel like that's... I don't care how clean you are. That's not sanitary to, like, eat a thong and well, do it taste like fruit roll-up. Yeah, I've never put my fruit roll-up uh, out of a microwave and tried to eat it, you know. <laughs> and I would think that moisture kind of, you know, fucks up the consistency. <laughs> butt juice on it probably <laughs> breaks down the yeah it's like oh no it snapped already <laughs> that's fucking hilarious and what's the sizing variability i don't fucking does it know. go by inches is there <laughs> small large small medium extra large small medium large extra large yeah you gotta look out for the big bitches <laughs> <laughs> i know girls who got enough ass to where yeah. they got i'm sorry i need a plus size edible thong please <laughs> I got a rainbow plus for the, the edible thong. Uh-huh. That's so fucking funny. I tell my mom that all the time. I'm like, you gotta go to Rainbow Plus. Mm-hmm. Like, first off, you shouldn't be going to Can Rainbow. You explain to people what Rainbow Plus is. Well, Rainbow is a store where they sell everything extremely fucking cheap. So like. You can get a t-shirt for a dollar, two dollars. It's like the dollar rack, the two dollar rack, the three dollar rack, the four dollar rack. <laughs> it goes up like that. And then you can get pants from like five dollar rack, seven dollar rack. And then that's for normal size people. And then Rainbow Plus is for all the big bitches. They're, they don't sell uh, big girl clothes at regular Rainbow. But they created Rainbow Plus. And Rainbow Plus, I don't know where the size starts at, but it starts at big bitch. And it goes up. To the biggest bitch, pretty much. Could you imagine? Yeah, you gotta go to Rainbow Plus because your ass too big. You just like you're right, you're right on the border of Rainbow, and you're just that one size away. <laughs> you're like, oh ah, no! Go <laughs> you're like, because there's just a, a breaking point right there where you yeah. gotta be like, no, I gotta go to Plus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I used to go. Like, I go to Rainbow Plus with my mom when she would go in there to just, like, grab an outfit to go out for the night. And they'd be like, 
there's nothing in here for you. Okay, I'm not here for me. I'm here for her ass. Mm -hmm. I'm just accompanying her. But, like, they, people get a little bit weird to see a skinny girl in Rainbow Plus. It, like, they already feel insecure that they shopping right. in a fat store. Yeah. And you got this skinny person walking around in walking there. Walking around, and around like, pointing. Why the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, why are you pointing at people? <laughs> I don't point at people. Huh? <laughs> you never did that? And not a... I don't... Uh... I don't point at fat people in the store. Like, that's ridiculous. Why would I do that? <laughs> now I didn't gain some weight. People, fucking kids, gonna be pointing at me. Uh-huh. That, that fucking guy called me a fat bitch. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> that guy. Remember that guy on the, when we were coming from the bar? Well, you, we were, we were walking home from the snug, and uh, there's a, a place with just picnic tables open, and there were about three homeless people sitting in these picnic tables. And you yell at the man. Well, I thought he was picking on leave the other that, guy. Leave that man alone. <laughs> you you were getting into his business before mm -hmm. he had even <laughs> done anything to you. Mm -hmm. And he said, shut up, you fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I said, damn, man, I didn't gain some weight when I'm getting called fat bitches. Mm -hmm. I used to be the fucking skinniest person at the party. Yeah. I'm getting called fat bitches? God damn. You hit 30. I didn't fucking let myself go. You hit 30. That's what happens. Okay, well, I've been working out. Mm -hmm. It ain't really working, but... <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to... Um, we were talking about the the sex shop. So I was telling you the story, me and Latrice. When we were kids, we uh, we moved from Brightmore, which is kind of uh, a shitty neighborhood in Detroit. And we moved up, like, to Jefferson's, to the Arabic neighborhood. And... Uh, at the corner of Greenfield and Warren, there was this shop, and it was a green and black shop. But only thing it said on the top was arcade. Mm -hmm. It don't say anything else. There's no words or letters on it. It just got an open sign, and it say arcade. So we're like, yeah, there's an arcade in the neighborhood. Like, we're going to go to this arcade. And so we finally, and like, we never told our parents, we never talked to our parents about it, because... Our parents probably would have been like, that's a fucking sex shop. But we didn't know. We mm -hmm. were just kids in the neighborhood. I'm like, ain't nothing to do. Um, I think we had went around and we sold little packs of chiclet gum to old people. Chiclet, in, chiclet. Yeah. We sold those to people in the neighborhood. We went to door to door and we said we were selling it for our church. And we made about a hundred bucks. And um, so he's like, we're going to go to this arcade. So we go to the arcade and we walk in and we see all these like dicks everywhere and like shit and we like like we don't know where we at and the guy was like y'all can't be here we was like we coming for the arcade he was like uh uh not mm -hmm. that type of arcade y'all gotta get the fuck out and so we got out and it was a sex arcade mm -hmm. an arcade where I guess you put the money you pay the money and then like girls dance behind a curtain the window and shit I wouldn't know but from what I've heard is there's from that, what you've heard huh that. There's that, but there's also arcades where it's just the channels channels on a TV and you pay for minutes on the television and you, like, flip through it. See, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. My, your mind just wonder when it's, like, a sex arcade. What the mm -hmm. fuck are they doing in there? Yeah. It's a little tiny shop, so it might have just been something like that. Either way, they wouldn't allow us to go in, to the arcade, so we had to leave. That's a bummer. <laughs> you really missed out on that experience. <laughs> you and your sister. I know. We were looking so fucking stupid. 
<laughs> I'm like, you guys need to change the fucking sign. Mm-hmm. You can't have arcade on the fucking door. Like, that's fucking hilarious. Why do you think, um, what do you think the allure of strip clubs are for guys? Because I know girls that go to strip clubs as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not into it, but my little cousin, she goes. But she just go, like, for the dancing and the drinks. She don't necessarily go because she want to see guys naked. She go with her friend, Like, she know the girls' strip clubs. Mm-hmm. But she's not gay. Right. She just li- like the experience. Right. I don't know. There's lights and it's... There's lights? Yeah, the lights yeah, are right. lights are nice. It's colorful. <laughs> kind of seedy. You know? Seedy? Yeah, it's kind of seedy. I was in Nashville and... Uh, like come seedy or just seedy? <laughs> like, I don't know. That word can mean a lot. Uh, I was in Nashville and there's uh, a deja vu there. And if you go there before a certain time, it's supposed to be free of cover. And it's BYOB. Mm-hmm. So me and a buddy, we picked up a 12-pack. And we were like, oh, let's go to the strip club and hang out and drink this 12-pack. And that's what originally got us here to that strip club. Mm-hmm. Is that we just wanted a, a place where we can buy But then... But then <laughs> I had the beer in my hand and he was in front of me mm-hmm. and he walked right past them and then I come walking through and then they were going to charge me the cover. And I was like, why am I getting charged the cover? They're like, oh, you're bringing, a, bringing in some stuff. And I was like, what about that guy? <laughs> you fucking snitched on him? I didn't mean to. I was just like, I was oh like, I was, no, I, I didn't mean to snitch on him. I was just like, well, he got in for free. <laughs> No, oh, but that dad. wasn't my intent to be like... Didn't your dad tell you when you was a kid you wasn't supposed to do that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, my God. <laughs> you get beat up in the neighborhood I, doing that I, shit. I didn't... I didn't what, that wasn't my intent to be like, oh, hey, he's he's getting away with it, so, so should I. No, I was just like, well, no, you didn't charge him, so... Uh, but they realized that we were bringing in beer, and then there was a charge for the beer is what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh... <sighs> And it was a it was a really really bad experience because it just was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. We we didn't bring enough beverages to begin with. We had a, a twelve pack, which is six for you know each of us, and we drank about the same. Which it was, was you and who? Uh, just this guy. Yeah, but it's only two of you guys, right? Yeah, just two of us. Yeah, yeah. You can drink more than the twelve pack yourself. So yeah. what the fuck is that gonna do for two people? And there was a there was a woman, and it was it was about two in the afternoon. Really, really just degenerate stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we shouldn't have been there in the first place. It's too early, and there's there's only like two girls working. If it's that early, there's only a couple people working because there's nobody in there, right? Mm-hmm. So this girl's on stage, and we're watching her dance, and then. She comes down, she goes, oh, would you guys like a... Well, first of all, um, she tells us that she's in college and that's why she's a stripper. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dude was like, oh, what are you studying? And she says, oh, I'm studying my associates. Oh, hell <laughs> she didn't have a She didn't have a major even for her associate's degree. 
She's just like, oh, I'm studying for my associate. She shouldn't even be telling people that. Like, what you want to make it seem like, I'm just doing this for college. Yeah, like, just doing it for college. No, girl, you want to take your goddamn clothes off. You could do other shit for college. So, on the stage, yeah, the the woman's, you know, completely naked. And you're like, yeah, okay, well, I would like to get a closer view of that. So, I'm like, sure, yeah, I'll get the get the private dance. Private dance. Mm-hmm. Not a lap dance. Should have known the difference. Because all we did is we went to the back area and she kept all her clothes on and just danced in front of me. For one song. Twenty dollars. I was like, are you gonna take a, take a, any, are you gonna to take anything off? She said, no, we're not allowed to do that. (laughs) Was she a white girl? Yeah. So she probably couldn't even dance that good. No, she was on tempo. hilarious but i don't know it's, it's kind of a uh the allure of a strip club it kind of everybody's different the the idea of it is enticing you know you get to go to this place with these these women but i've i've personally never wanted to stay inside of a strip club for more than 20 minutes once you get the view and your eyes adjust to the lights and everything, and you see what these people really look like. You're like, ah, I think I'm ready to go. See, it's different. Like, I don't, I don't, um, for me, um, this is my opinion because I know, so, I mean, I went to that burlesque show and I was fucking creeped out. So I don't think that I would do very well in a strip club because I don't want people touching to me. Talk about the chicken. So, um, I went to a, uh, I went to a burlesque show. I was at work that night, and there was a girl there, and she's like, oh, they're having a show at Minecraft. So I'm like, all right. And then I had also got a text from either Ben or Nick and was like, hey, we're all going to be at Minecraft uh, tonight. And those are friends that I have from my previous job before the job I was at. So I said, well, Minecraft is right across the street from me and Kirk's house. So you know what? After work, I'll stop by for a little bit and see what it's about. Uh, a bunch of my friends are there. They already got a table. So I stopped by and I went to the table with them. And I sat down and I hadn't ordered a drink yet. And they brought me out two beers and three fucking shots. And then the guy came back to the table. I was like, I don't want to drink this. I didn't order this. Like, where where the fuck this come from? So then the guy comes back to the table, and I'm like, hey, um, they just gave me all this fucking alcohol. And he was like, uh, what'd you order? I'm like, I haven't ordered yet. So he came back, and he was like, I'm really sorry about that. You can just keep all of it. So I passed around shots at the table, because they got some weird shit there that I don't, like the vermouth shots mixed with shit they got a lot of shit there that i don't like so um that was that and then the burlesque show starts actually i came halfway through the burlesque show so i didn't even know what the fuck already had happened so it starts again and a lady in all leather comes out and like her crotch is cut out and her mouth is cut out and she got a ball gag in her mouth and she got on all leather clothes and she's like, she got this little tiny folding chair and she's sliding through the middle of it. I said, damn, that should take some practice. Like you just practicing 
sliding through a folded chair with fucking spandex on? That's crazy. So she did all that, and it was uncomfortable. And then it was a lady, and she had on a chicken suit. And then she took off the entire suit and just had the chicken head on. And she's just dancing and clucking around. And her, and her underwear and her, her bra and underwear was dingy. And she was a little bit out of shape. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's cool for women to embrace their body. But we're in Maine and there's some weird shit that be going on here. So it was definitely a boy with titties dancing around too. It was a lot going on. And I just, I couldn't. I don't like that. Do not touch me. That's my only they thing. They were touching you? No, they were touching other people in the crowd. And people were like, yeah. And I was like, dude, come your ass over here. And I'm going to flip the fuck out in here. Do, do your show up there. Don't touch me. And you ain't getting no fucking tip. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. You don't like the tip anyway. I'm not tipping for that. No. For you fucking dancing around in some dingy ass underwear and a You're chicken hat on. You're the show. They deserve a tip. I'm not giving them no tip. See, this is my thing. You gotta. It's too many things in the world that you gotta tip for. You gotta tip the taxi driver. You gotta tip at a restaurant. You gotta tip at a bar. Like it's just too many goddamn things. I think. Uh, I think uh, it's great to tip people. I've actually. During this uh, COVID, I've I've upped my tip game a little bit, I think. Just because, you know, everybody's kind of struggling. So, I don't know. I go to the subway and I'm clicking in the 15% on the tip. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Subway, like, that boy said, oh, put the peppers on the sandwich before you throw it in the oven. That way the flavors will caramelize. The, 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 the aromas and boy. the flavors. <laughs> That shit pissed me off. Like, looking for a sandwich artist. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it makes me so angry. Like I used to work with a guy, and whenever he would go to Subway, he would order his sandwich, and he would tell the sandwich artist, he would say, Congratulations. You just made the best sandwich of your life. <laughs> <laughs> How pretentious is that to, to believe that your sandwich is the best sandwich that this person is going to make. No, it's pretty funny. I mean, I don't think that you... Um, I'm a pick. Would you say I'm a picky eater? Yes. When I, like, order food at yes. restaurants? It's not that It's not that I'm trying to be picky, but I know how things are supposed to be, and I know if it's not being done properly. I think it's more the fact that you want things to be done a certain way than you know the way that they're supposed to be. What you mean? I think you want things done a certain way, but that's not particularly how they need to be. Well, if I order pizza, I want to get it half and half. Yeah, some places don't do that. Well, some places do. <laughs> I don't think that that's just a given that places want to do the 50-50. Yeah, but I mean... But that's what you want. Yeah. And you say, well, they need to do the 50-50 because that's what I want. Not, that's how it should be done. Well, I worked at a pizza place and we did half and half yeah, pizzas. they did it there. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean it. Ever, not everything's universal. Like, adults don't do the half-and-half half pizza, but they there's a trash anyway. There's a pizza place here in Portland, and they only let you put three ingredients on the pizza. That's crazy. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I don't get pizza But they there. load it up so you can only really get three ingredients on the pizza. I only want mushrooms. They say if you want more ingredients than three, you just better go somewhere else. And they like, tell you that. I only need mushrooms on my pizza, and that's it. So, what is your... um? 
what was your uh your cycle like your you and your friends like cycle of drinking do you remember how it worked like what came first like for example when i was when i first started drinking like i remember the first alcohol i tried was jaeger mm-hmm. and fucking hated it it was so fucking bad but i remember like my friend started off drinking, <sighs> I would say, probably Smirnoff first. Mm-hmm. Smirnoff was like a popular one that we would all drink. And then Pinnacle came out. You remember Pinnacle? Yeah. Pinnacle came out, and Pinnacle was like popular. Like everybody had Pinnacle. Like they would get Pinnacle vodka and like orange juice or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that was super popular. And then uh, we moved on to like the darker liquors. I think it was like E&J. And for me anyways, I stuck with E&J. But people would drink rum, then like then Hennessy, and then kind of evolved from there. But I remember it being like Smirnoff and fucking the Marlboros in a white pack when I first started off. Mm-hmm. And then it moved to Pinnacle. And then I was like, I need that Newport in my life. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of progressed from there. You remember what you guys started off with? Like, you guys start off with, oh, yeah, and then Four Locos was in there in that mix somewhere when those came out. Obviously, sure. people were drinking those, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and Camos. You remember Camos? Ooh, bro. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. Camos is, is um, a malt liquor, too. It's similar to Four Locos, but mm-hmm. it just don't have any flavoring. But Ooh. it's strong as fuck. Hmm. Um, the first drink I ever had was in a hard rock and it was some tropical fruity drink mm-hmm. because we were in, I don't know, I can't remember where we were, maybe Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, didn't know what to order, so it's just like, oh, get this drink. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. And then after that was probably a, a bottle of Bacardi I split with a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Bacardi. And it was amazing. And I kind of got that feeling for it. And I was like, wow. And so I drank uh, hard liquor for a long time. For not a long time, but I mean that's that that was my preference there for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I really dug Wild Turkey because Hunter S. Thompson drank Wild Turkey, so I was like, you know what, I want to be like Hunter S. Thompson, and I'm gonna drink Wild Turkey, but I like the 101, Ooh. <laughs> and I would like pregame with some Wild Turkey, then. I'm living in downtown Louisville, mm-hmm. and I'd walk down to 4th Street Live and go go down to the clubs there and wake up back at my place or wherever I ended up. Mm-hmm. And then I decided, you know what, I can slow it down a little bit. And, you know, I switched to beer and it keeps you level a bit longer than the wild turkey because I would just, just go zero to 60 too quick. Mm-hmm. But... You drink a fifth of wild turkey and you're hangover free. Mm-hmm. Like you feel you feel fine the next day. You just blacked out. It's a guaranteed blackout and you feel good the next day. <laughs> so that was the perfect the perfect uh, thing right there. 
you know, I you get beers sometimes you don't get enough, and you're like, you know, I gotta do a B double E double R U N. Why Why do you think you used to throw up so much, and now you you don't throw up as much? <sighs> I don't know. Just matured, I guess. <laughs> you know, little babies throw up. You were just throwing up a couple when I first met you. <laughs> huh? That's because I'm standing on the balcony and somebody offers me a shot of E&J and I didn't know how repulsive it was. Last time I had it, <laughs> E&J was a buddy of mine's 21st birthday. He no, came over to my house. You, do you remember the first time when we start when we start talking and I guess people were noticing that we were starting to like each other because we were on the balcony mm-hmm. in Fred's place. Yeah. And everybody was out there with us and then everybody left us. Right. And we were out there together. Everybody's like, let's get away from them. <laughs> yeah, they all left us on the balcony. And then you threw up like a lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that was just from beer. That wasn't even from E and J, right? Probably. I think what it was is uh, it's just drinking too fast. I'd fill up my stomach and I'd be like, oh, I need to get it out of there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all. Mm hmm. That's funny. That's pretty cool, though. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm from a a different part of town than you, obviously. I'm from a different place than you, so my experience growing up with drinking and shit was always different. I mean, I'm sure it was similar a little bit to yours. Like, you go to a party and everybody like, oh, who want to put in on a bottle? And then everybody got like, here's $2, here's $2, and everybody adding up on a bottle. No. <laughs> I never had that issue. I had money. I worked. I could buy my own goddamn shit. No, we never did that. The only time we would really like split up cash is uh, if we were going to a keg. It would be like five dollars. Mm-hmm. Everybody's throwing five dollars, and if if you knew whose house it was, you always knew that there was a secret keg in the back because the kids I hung out with in Kentucky they would they were all drinkers, so one keg's not gonna really do the trick so then they'd empty the keg and then they're like oh it's all done people would leave and then you pop out the second one i've never been to a kegger that we emptied the keg we always had the keg the next day yeah it's because you a bunch of sissies well i don't know i think people it was a lot of hard liquor involved so yeah that's there too drank, yeah people drink that more um people in detroit week <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> Keg, a fucking keg of beer is a lot of fucking beer. Yeah. Yes, it is. That shit's a lot of beer. Like, um, I'll tell you this much. Darius don't hardly drink at all anymore after that day I got him fucked up uh, in an alley on foyer. We drank a fifth of E&J, and then we went back to the store to get another bottle. Because when you... Once you get to drinking and you already getting towards blackout, you're like, I'm going to go get some more. Mm-hmm. And so we were drinking and then he face planted in an alley and threw up all over himself. And then I couldn't help him because he was dead weight and way heavier than me. So I had to go tell my mom I was drinking to get him help. <laughs> the worst day ever. <laughs> Mom, there he is in the alley. He needs help now. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, y'all drunk? I'm like, he in the alley. They put him in a car and brought him home. And he don't drink now after that. Mm-hmm. He's probably, it's because he's smart. <laughs> he learned his foot. Well, he didn't, he didn't know his, he didn't know his limit. No, he's point. just smart. Yeah, maybe. That's typically, that's not. That's not something that's unusual for somebody to go through that and then be like, you know what, man, I want to do that again. Yeah. 
he'll have a drink here and there, but he don't, he just smoke his weed and he don't really drink like that after that. But it was just weird because it's like, I'm drinking with this, this larger guy and I'm, I'm not like him. He's fucking face planted throwing up on himself and I had to go get him help. Mm -hmm. And I was 115 pounds. I was like, man. Sometimes guys be acting like little bitches. Mm-hmm. Sometimes <laughs> they do. Yeah, that's so funny. But um, what else? What else you want to talk about today? I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, I think uh, we got off our chest what we wanted to get off our chest today. Um, if you listen to this podcast, leave a comment and tell us about some other things you want us to discuss. You can shoot us an email at sweetgravypod at gmail.com. It'd be great. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.